Writing online is a career fast track, but with over 203 million freelance writers worldwide, how can you stand out from the crowd? Peak Freelance gives you the tools to find better clients, raise your rates, and focus on doing work you enjoy. Plus, it gives you access to a supportive community of like-minded freelancers and experienced writers who make a living writing. All Access members unlock a library of resources, templates, and expert interviews to grow and scale your business. Join Peak Freelance today. Welcome, Welcome back to, to <laughs> Freelance Bitters! Cheers. Ashley, what are we drinking today? Today we are drinking 1800 tequila. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. This was just our choice. We just wanted to show it off. But but wait, bring it back. Bring it back. If you want to sponsor us next season, finish it. You can sponsor us you next season. You can sponsor season. us next Please season. Please get in touch. <laughs> tequila 1800. Smooth and amazing. Yay. Okay, so. Back we are. Back we are here. Talking, in wonderful Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. Talking to you. Okay. Anonymous blogfish. So we, not, oh yes. You can buy this at my merch store. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a sponsored by Anonymous Blobfish. This is sponsored by Content A random Connect. Google thumbnail that, <laughs> that actually turned into a wonderful sweatshirt. Yes. Check it That's out. It's probably... Is that illegal? Did I plagiarize? I think so. Well, copyright or something. I copyrighted. Aren't we Google? You know, hopefully they don't, you know, get us in trouble. So, Anywho. Go to Google and buy all of their stuff. You already do. Yeah, I go to Google and I buy all their stuff. <laughs> okay, so we sourced some questions from the audience and we wanted to address what do you do when you're in a funk and want to get out of it? Because this is something that's really important when you're a freelancer because it's very easy to get burned out and it's takes like a lot of mental effort to like be writing all the time for 20 years or whatever so what do you do Mike? well i have a question first is okay. is a funk the same thing as burnout i feel like the two are mm. a little different i feel like burnout would be like an extreme case of a funk yeah like it's like multiple funks okay well let's talk about show. both yeah. what do you so a funk might be like a day or two when you're just like not feeling it yeah yeah okay. like a funk Okay. Like so I do fun. something very specific for that. Do um, you do something? You tell us first. Okay. So <laughs> just a minute. Mm. So I typically like to plan my months of writing or my writing time like a month at a time. And I usually try, and it's, this isn't always possible, but as hard as I can try, I try to get like my assignments for the Next month, the last week of the previous month. So impossible, but try. Yes. It's good to do. And typically I can, I can do, but sometimes, anyway. So when I plan out my content, I do a couple of things. I plan days. Like I don't plan every single day to have a due, due, a due date. Mm. I plan like breaks in between mm -hmm. so that I can have a little bit of flexibility so that if I have a day where I'm like, I cannot focus, I need to go on a walk or to a movie or rest longer, whatever. Or Mexico. So, or Mexico. <laughs> I, plan, <laughs> I plan time so that I can shift things when I need to. I also plan my due dates in advance. So I'm mm -hmm. not going to wait till if I have something to do on the 15th, I'm not waiting till the 15th to like finish my assignment. I always try to have it done a couple of days advance Okay. so that... If I have those days, and I, I shouldn't say if I have those days, I should say when I have those days because I have two, three, four of them every single month. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's what I do as far as like trying to get out of funk is just like planning around it and planning for it. Mm, and that okay. helps me. I like the planning for it. So my question then is though, is how do you, if you, how do you plan for a funk? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like if you have a due date, say on like a Wednesday and you happen to fall into a funk on like a Tuesday, mm -hmm. you know, or, or on the day yeah, that it's I, due. Like, I'll plan, I've been, I, I always like schedule myself Oh, you give yourself a few yeah. days. Yeah, so I give myself. Oh, okay, so I, okay. I don't ever start Sorry. like writing. The like, day of. Yes, the day of. Mm, I, wish. I always write yeah. earlier. Me either. I never do that. <laughs> I do it sometimes. But <laughs> it happens. And, it, and sometimes, like, clients will need things last minute, and I, I try to plan for that. But I also can be accommodating and flexible for them yeah. at times. But yeah. yeah, so for me, it's just like really an issue of planning. Yeah, for me, it's actually interesting too because I sometimes I prefer to write the day that it's due, and I know that's okay. like, like the forgot like that's forbidden, right? Because you're supposed to leave it to edit it after and blah blah right. blah. But what I actually sometimes, and I'm, this doesn't have to do with a funk or anything, but what I like to do is actually do all the research and outlining, mm -hmm. and then having it due, like say it's due on the fifteenth, and I wake up early in the morning on the fifteenth, and I just crank out like a full on article from all the research and the mm -hmm. outline, like an in-depth outline, right? Like I already know everything I'm going to talk about. Right. I'm not going from blank page to, <laughs> to article in one minute, but I'm talking like, and for whatever reason, right. the kind of like anxiety, not anxiety, but the, the, this thing is due pushes it out a lot faster. Yes. I am not. I'm okay. a total planner. I'm a procrastinator. So I think that for procrastinators, that's actually really good. Yeah. Especially if you're like chunking it, the process. Yeah, yeah. I can't do like, the full process in one day. Yeah. But I like to impossible. have it like done in sections. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, just having that like feeling of like, oh, this thing's too soon. Like, it, like really. And, you know, like I set out like a certain amount of time and that's when it gets done by. It's got to get done by that time, you know. And then what I will do is I'll break and then I'll go back and edit it. I don't think, okay. I don't, I've never felt like you need to sleep on something for 24 hours in order mm -hmm. to get a good edit, but I don't like, I don't finish and then just throw it out to the client. I do yes. take a break and then like, say it's like, maybe, maybe I go have lunch and I come back, I grab a tea and a little sweet mm -hmm. and I sit down and I'm like, all right, let's edit this thing now okay. uh, and get it done. And that's, I guess that's also, I guess how I plan for funks in a way is okay. because I usually break things out into, into different steps That's yeah exactly process. i do that too yeah and like for an example of that also is like i i usually my <laughs> it's such a cliche but everyone hates the monday right like mondays are just the, the hated day so the mondays yeah exactly and and i really don't i don't set many due dates unless it's like on accident to be honest like i've done it before mm -hmm. um, but i don't set due dates for mondays so because i know monday i'm gonna wake up i'm not gonna be like my brain's not gonna be fully fully there yeah um, and Mondays are just like funky days. Mm -hmm. And so what I normally do is like I set Mondays for research or outlining or even editing. Like I, if I if I do finish an article ahead of time, mm -hmm. I will, I'll leave space to edit it. And I mean, that's what I love about the freelance life, right? Is you right. choose to do which one. But so, yeah, that's usually how I for Mondays. But if I'm like feeling super funky, like I what the fuck am I doing? Why am I sitting at this computer for ten hours a day? Type type funk. Mm -hmm. I there's really no solution for me besides getting the heck out of my office. You know, like really getting the heck out. Yeah, I love that, and I loved what you said too about like going to get a tea or mm -hmm. you know going to have some lunch or something. And and for me, sometimes it really is just a matter of like sometimes I need an hour more of sleep, or I need to go on a walk with my dogs, or mm -hmm. I need to do something that makes me feel 
rejuvenated before I like try to dive back in. And if I give myself and I allow, allow myself that time, then I can come back refreshed. And instead of staring at the computer for five hours, I'm like, okay, I've taken care of myself already. My physical, mental, emotional needs are met and I can dive into it a little yeah, bit better. Totally. And for me too, like one thing that helped me get out of funk. So during the pandemic too, like, I think a lot of us got into funks a lot easier because right. there's just, even if your place of living wasn't, even if where you live wasn't in a lockdown, mm -hmm. it was still a weird situation to be in. Like with the masks and with like, you know, things being open one day, closed the next day. And just mm -hmm. like the uncomfort and uncertainty of going out of your house. For me, I never, I got into a lot of funks because I was like, all I'm doing is working because what the hell else am I supposed to do? There's no concerts. Yeah. There's no movies. There's no, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's like some restaurants are open, some are not. So I also hate the gym. And so what I was hitting these funks, like very periodically throughout mm -hmm. the pandemic, like in the, like the middle, right. Cause we have like, not the honeymoon phase really, but you have the first yeah. part with the, with the pandemic where you're like, Oh, this is so weird. Like we should <laughs> drink and order in food on Rappi. And then after or Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever you use. And then kind of after that hump, you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, what is this? What is the point of this anymore? Yeah. And you're just working all the time. So it was super funky. I hate the gym. So I didn't know like what else to do. So I started running and running has completely changed the way that like my brain, I feel like operates now. Like I don't fall That's into good. funks as much anymore. And mostly because like that time for running is my time. Yeah. It, it's uninterrupted. It happens before the workday even starts. Well, like meetings and stuff would start. Cause I do, I get up at like five and I work a little bit cause I like to write at that time. Overachiever. Overachiever. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, but it gives me the flexibility to stop whenever I want when I get up early. So, cool. and then I run at like seven, seven thirty, and a series of different runs. It's not just like going out for 30 minutes, coming back. Um, okay. But that's like really changed kind of like my, the way that I approach work and my happiness. And it makes me feel more loose, like sitting at my desk. Like, yeah. cause you know, when you just like sit at your desk forever and you're like, and you just mm. feel like tight and your neck hurts and everything. Um, yes. But running like just gets out all that energy, you know, like it gets everything out. I'm a person with a lot of energy. So for sitting at a computer for mm -hmm. so long and it just, after a while, I'm just like, I need to do something with this energy. Like I'm, I, I'm getting really sad over here because yeah. I have all this life energy. And running help. And you also make friends, you know, like you, you see your crew of people in the morning when you're running and mm -hmm. hey, like, how you doing? Blah, blah. <laughs> and just like sweating and detoxing and getting yeah. all that like energy out of your body and into the world. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a huge, huge win for me personally. And it stopped me from funking out. Okay. So getting exercise essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really long winded way to say exercise, <laughs> but I wanted to make the point clear that I hate going to the gym. I'm okay. not, I was never a gym person. But you um, like the I had to exercise because it was just, I, I was getting really sad like yeah. all the time without anything else to do. I think that's good advice. Yeah. You always feel better when you exercise. Or just move, and you know, lots of tea. and drink lots of tea. I love tea. <laughs> we have so many teas. I said tequila. Oh, tequila. <laughs> that too. But, but I love tea also. So <laughs> Amazing. This episode is brought to you by Peak Freelance, the community for writers who want to grow their business, make more money, and get incredible clients. Check us out today. So, okay. So we, we kind of get the way, like getting out of a funk, but like uh -huh. for you, like how do you balance being, 
Because sometimes the funk is a result of being too full or too uh-huh. overstretched. So how do you how do you manage like the pipeline? Like so, are we talking about burnout now, or like how do I manage burnout, or how do I manage just like no? How do you manage the, like your your like freelance life, like in terms yeah. of like your schedule and having enough to meet like your income goals uh-huh. and having enough to like save time for yourself because you love right. to travel. You're like yeah. she travels more than like anyone that I know and. You're a mom with two kids, you know, it's like literally how do you balance like a full freelance schedule, children, travel and the life of Ashley R. Cummings? I think for me, like I'm a very self-motivated person and I like money. I like new challenges, but I also I don't think that work is the most important thing to me. Mm -hmm. Like it is something that like fuels my life and helps me, you know, pay for things or whatever. But I I think that like really having boundaries around what what it is that I need in order mm-hmm. to make my income goals and also to to not to not like have so much work that I can't handle it. So for me I like to set set different boundaries and that can fluctuate depending on what my needs are, mm-hmm. what our financial needs are, what my family's needs are. Like there's a lot of factors that play into it. And there are times in my career where I've worked 60 hours and times a week and times where I've worked 12 hours a week, Mm -hmm. just depending on, you know, like what I need. So I think that just being really aware of like what is important to you and what you need. And then if you, if you're, if you're to a point where you're like, I have, and and this was kind of pandemic-y for me, Mm -hmm. like I had so much work and I had so much stress because our our kids, you know, our kids were at home and they're very little still. My husband was at home and so, and work just kept, you know, flowing and flowing. And so, so for me, that was a good time to refer work out. Like I've hit my max, I've hit my limit. I can send this to another freelancer who has more availability and will do a great job. And then I, I think that I have that system as well with other friends. Like if there are times when I'm like, oh crap, I like, I, I need to take on, or I'd love to take on one more client. I can reach out to, I can either cold pitch or I can reach out to friends or sometimes they'll send me referrals and that's helpful. But, but yeah, I think for me, just like really setting those boundaries and setting time aside for myself and setting time aside for work. It's also very critical to set time aside for, for work because Mm. I mean, as flexible as freelancing is, you still have to have those moments where you can sit down for four hours and just work Mm -hmm. and not have kids coming in saying, mom, mom, whatever, (laughs) and not having your dog barking at you and not having or your dog closing your laptop. Or your dog, yeah. My dog, <laughs> my dog comes up to me and like closes my laptop. So like, okay. Bring me out. <laughs> yeah, she has these little buttons. It's like walk outside, walk outside. It's really <laughs> funny and annoying. But, but yeah, so so yeah, I would say establish your goals, like your your needs, your wants across the board, and then just try to like really really plan for those, and then set times when you can work uninterrupted. And um, and sometimes like honestly, like I like send my husband away, like <laughs> if he's like at home and like you have to leave now because I just want to like sit and talk to you and like convince you to like go to a movie with me or something. And so I'll be like, no, you have to like you have to go to work right now because <laughs> if you don't go to work, I'll sit there and just be like yeah hey, yeah well, I want to hang out yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I do that and then. And then if I feel overwhelmed, I, I just make sure to do, to plan time for the things that I love, which is travel or right. travel. And traveling life. The traveling life of Ashley Alcoming. She also has a travel blog. So 
so travel check with that Ashley. Out. We'll it's getting the, redesigned we'll right now. It's oh, a disaster. Okay. So no link in the comments, but but yeah, I feel like dogs are such a funny indicator of like when you're working too much. Because for example, like, that way. for, for example, is like at five thirty. This is what I see. So at five thirty, let me show you. <laughs> Pretend like the edge of the screen I'll is my here. door. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, I see like little nose pop in, <laughs> and then I see. And then they just look at me and I go, yeah, soon, soon. And then, like, and then they just walk away. <laughs> Your dogs are less aggressive than mine. It's <laughs> yeah. like, shut, computer. She'll and then the other one will come away. in. She'll come right up to me. And she'll be like. <laughs> and I'm like, I know we're going soon. We're going soon. And she's like. And she'll turn and run away. <laughs> That's and I'm like, okay, I know it's time to end the work day now. So they give me, they're my indicators of when it's time to be done. Okay. They're like, I want to go outside. This is your I'm responsibility, ready. Mike. <laughs> you, you chose this. So. so everyone needs a dog meter. Yeah, dog meter. Because cats are a little this. more chill. <laughs> and she just stares at me until I'm like, okay, let's go. Oh my gosh, this is awkward. All right, time to get the electrical spike out and let her run. <laughs> Ashley doesn't actually walk her dog. She do rides, sometimes. She rides. She rides a bike and lets the dog run, which is actually pretty amazing. This has been a, a recent development. Though, I like it though. Yeah, I do walk her, but also when she has like tons of energy. I have a Jack Russell Terrier. This is very important for mm -hmm. freelancers to know. And she has so much energy. And so lately I've been riding my electric bike and she like <laughs> runs along beside me and it's, she loves it. And uh, I think it's great. I tried to take my dogs running, the both of them, and uh -huh. I twisted my knee. So I was like, well, oh, I can't. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah. It hurt. Because they're kind of like, one of them is bigger, obviously, as yeah. you know now. Now I, and she, she pulls. And then like, it's Kyle and I are like, ah, like trying to chase her down the road. And I twisted my knee. So I was like, all right, we're going to have to find some other way to, to get some intensive exercise. I love that we just took like a four-minute dog tangent. Okay. So what tangent. else do you do to keep body balance? <sighs> Um, I mean, this has actually been something that's really challenging for me over, you know, mm -hmm. the past more like two years, because um, I do have pretty aggressive like income goals mm -hmm. um, and and life goals. So like, and just goals in general. Like, I have a lot of goals, investment goals, life goals, income goals. So it's been really hard for me to kind of like find the balance. Mm -hmm. The life that I've chose is to not have kids and not have like a heavy mortgage and not have. Mm -hmm. So like for me, this is what I want to be doing. Right. Um, so I can, I do take on, I usually push myself a bit further than I can go. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, you know, take the, the help of other writers and researchers and editors and stuff like that yeah. um, to kind of like assist the process. And that's really been the only way that I've been able to balance things out. So, cause I, that's I'm not. It's a good not, way to balance and scale. Balance and scale. To kind yeah. of grow your business. Because I'm not a, I'm not like a say no person. Mm -hmm. And again, that's because like I, I have really aggressive goals, you know, yeah. and it's something that I'm not really afraid to admit. I know like we're supposed to do like work-life balance stuff, um, but I do still have a very fulfilling life. Like mm -hmm. we travel two, three times a month. Like we're always, I can take off whenever I want. So I'm usually, I spend my time working a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but if it wasn't for things like, you know, my travel board to manage everything, I used to manage everything out of like Google Notes. Mm -hmm. I literally like who's working on what project was in Google Notes. And I was like, I mean, not Google Notes, Apple Notes. And I was like, all right, oh. we need to, yeah, Apple Notes. I was like, we need to fix this because this this is not not right. And so, yeah, it's mostly like the exercise for me. It's mostly like exercise. And again, like being able to not say no, right. like if we want to go to another city and check something uh -huh. out for a couple of days, like I always take, I always say yes to those things. And 
Yeah. But I don't, I'm, I'm not the best at making time for myself, but I usually consider reading time for myself. So okay. that's time for myself, right? And running, reading and running. I think something important is happening though, which is like with one of the joys of freelancing is that you are the boss of your business and you get to do whatever you want with it. Yeah. And it is really flexible. Like your life is very different than mine. Right. My life is very different than yours, even though we do the literally the exact same thing. We mm-hmm. have some of the exact same clients. Yeah. It's like, I think... What? You're my competition. <laughs> Your competition. <laughs> no, we're buddies. We're, we're buddies. coworkers. <laughs> but yeah, just like be being really aware. Of, yeah, what your individual needs are, what your, you know, and that can be financial goals, it can be personal goals, and then just like building your business around that. Yeah. For and so it is pretty it is a personal decision. But but yeah, for for me, like being aware of that and then planning plays like a big role. Yeah. And I think part of it too, to, to like cap this off is also working on things that you do like to work on. Cause I, the times where I have gotten into funks is yes. where I had clients that I didn't really want to work with, mm-hmm. um, topics that I wasn't really sure if I was going to be able to write about. And yeah. it took me a lot of fucking time to write on and like research, uh-huh. but playing in top, like playing in the places where you are confident, curious, or just love writing about those things for uh, and love writing about. So those like having, keeping those keeps me from getting into funks because I'm like, ah, like I'm actually excited to write some articles or yes. like refresh some articles. Like it's less and when versus when you go into a project and you're like, you know, you might as well just go work the nine to five. Like yeah. oh, I have to sit in this meeting. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like instead it's more like, oh yeah, this is, I chose this project. You know, mm-hmm. like I made, I, there's no one forced me to do this. Yeah. I did it. Um, so if working on the things that you really want or, and or like you love and or are curious about, yeah. um, is super important to not getting into funks and also managing like kind of, you know, your work life. I think that's important too. Like we talk about choosing a niche a lot, but that is one advantage. It's like the more, like when you take on a client that you're not super familiar with, there's so much research, there's so much mm-hmm. onboarding and really like producing good content is an ongoing process, an ongoing learning process. And so for me, being able to like, I write about e-commerce, retail, marketing for SaaS companies and like having my eye on that makes it e- easier because I'm like familiar with the topic. I'm, I'm not stretched too thin. I'm reading like all the trends daily and I'm interacting with people so that I know who to contact and um, if I have to get a quote or something. And so, yeah, I think that that's like a really good piece of advice Yeah, is just if you operate where you're comfortable and where you like, like it does speed up the process because you develop in like... Yeah, you develop your expertise. Yeah, I love that. So that's, yeah. Well, that. I love that. And it's time for us to grab a drink. So we will see you on the next episode of Freelance Bitters. Bitters. <laughs> <laughs>